Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. We are back. Yes, another great week. Another whole lot of stuff to talk about. Hey, well... I tell you what, man, I'm excited. I'm almost speechless, but we got to keep this show rolling. We got to keep this thing going. We got a great guest coming on the show today. You should be here in a few minutes. But my counterpart, my co-host, Kelvin Harris. Kelvin, we finally did it. It took us eight tries, but the University of Miami has defeated Florida State. Actually, and we defeated them at Dope Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee. How do you feel about that, Kevin? I know I'm excited about it. Ding dong. The witch is dead. The <laughs> witch is dead. And yes, family. We, we went up there and we took care of business this week. But we are. Yeah, um, go ahead, Kevin. I was going to say, not only did we win, but we won in dramatic fashion and we covered the spread. I tell you what, man, I'm proud of those kids. I'm, I'm extremely proud. Guys like uh, Braxton Berrios, you know. Um, yeah. We took a lot of flack for, for taking Braxton Berrios. Um, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I'm in the, a lot of these Kane fan groups. And when, you know, they, you're right. When y'all first signed him, they, uh, a lot of people were talking about Isaiah McKenzie. But I remember the first time I saw him, and me and Ryan McNeil have talked about it. You could tell that he had, you know, the ability. And, you know, he'd been working hard, and he'd been always – been a productive player. It's just you know he had to wait his turn last year. We had a lot of studs, and man, he gave a performance for the ages. I mean, man. And and in that game, Kevin, you know as well as anybody, you've been around that game for a long time. We both been around that game pretty much predominantly all of our lives. So um, that that's when legends are made. Oh yeah, that game right there. I never forget. Let's go back to um, what is nineteen eighty seven. In Tallahassee, Dope Campbell Stadium, Florida State is up. Michael Irvin comes in at halftime and gives this magnificent speech. And he goes out in the second half, and he has arguably one of the greatest games a wide receiver could ever have in that stadium. Yeah. Him and Mel Bretton. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Melvin. You're absolutely right. And, and, And from that point forward... Hey, man. I mean, we, we all knew they were great. But then the rest of the world got a chance to find out how great these guys really were. Well, I'm going to tell you, it was a coming out party for your homeboy, Bubba. Because remember, Sammy Smith broke. And at that time, Sammy Smith was a 4-4, 4-3 guy, 225. And Bubba came and walked him down. And nobody didn't know who Bubba was. And it was like, who is this guy? Yeah. And then remember, Bubba breaks up the pass for the two-point conversion. The that could the game. That's exactly. You're absolutely right. And again, so we're talking about three, three guys who went on to, to be stars in the National Football League. And again, it's that game. People can say whatever they want to yeah. say. They can say whatever they want to say, but Santana said it best. Big time players big-time make big time plays in big time games. games. And if yeah. you make a play in that game, a big time play, you're a big time player and should be considered as such. Well, I think for the I think for the rest of the year, them kids are gonna play 
with a different type of confidence because this is the this is like the litmus test and they was in the most extreme circumstances. I mean, you know, you go through practice and you have them, you know, them 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 situational uh uh, uh plays, you know, scrimmages or whatever, but a minute left, you gotta go seventy, eighty yards, you down to the last play of the game and you make the play. You you did it against maybe one of the two one of the top five defenses in the country. So from this point on it's just keep that consistency up and don't have a letdown like what Oklahoma did this week. Well, yeah, that was that was that, that was bad. That, that was bad. You know, and we all had Oklahoma considered as one of the top teams in the country. You're gonna make it to the playoffs. I one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And yeah, but they don't play defense. Well, that's what Oklahoma used to be known for. Their defense. Brian Bosworth. Oh yeah. Well, I yeah. think. Well, when they went to the Big Twelve, Ricky you know, Dixon, the, the whole, the whole, that whole region just decided that it was flag football, and you know that it looks good for the fans that you're gonna throw the ball all over the place. But you saw Saturday in our game. Um, well, let's t- just take it back to the, to the first week of the season when Florida State Alabama played. That was a defensive slugfest. It's just that Alabama didn't turn the ball over, and Florida State did. And when yeah. you get two teams. That's equal. It's you know, I I, I got to commend both coaches on Saturday because Mark and Jimbo. I know they probably wanted to toss that thing all over the place, but they played situational football and position football. You know, field position football, and it, you know it was a good game. I mean, and then when they got the opportunities, they opened it up and slugged it out. That fourth quarter, hey man, that fourth quarter was probably the best fourth quarter we've ever seen in the rivalry. I mean. Both quarterbacks took a punch in the mouth, got off the uh, mat, and threw a haymaker. And we just had that last punch. I mean, that was a – Well, Kelvin, I know you're saying that, that that fourth quarter could be the best fourth quarter that we've ever seen. But I saw one back in 1987. Oh, well, and, and the yeah. guy that just joined us was the main character – in that show, in the, one of the greatest movies ever made, that well, fourth well, quarter well, in 1987 at Doe Campbell Stadium. Let, let, Family, please before. welcome. And I don't—he he needs no introduction on my show. Oh yeah, the playmaker, Michael Irvin. Mike, welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. We are honored. Get down and with Hurley Brown. Yes, sir. Amen. Get down. With her. <laughs> that's all right right now, but I love that. I love that name. That, that's a hell of a way to state it. The get down with Hurley Brown. Uh, 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 who was that you were talking to because I just got on? That was our, hey, our teammate, Kelvin Harris. Oh, Kelvin, what's up, Kelvin? Hey, it's you, man. By the way, you know you owe me a rematch for my uh, my weekend money. I just, I want to bring that up. I told you when you came in there trying to play me in that basketball, I said, don't mess around, man. Don't even try that, man. Don't even try that. Wow. Hey, these my dudes right here. You you two dudes right here, Kevin and Hurley, you know, y'all my dudes, man. I I took you, I took these dudes here. Let me just tell everybody. I took you, these were young dudes. Because when these young guys came in to Miami, I used to put them through it. Let's go. What you got, man? What you got? Hey, hey, Kevin wanted to I mean, basketball and everything, man. Hey, I get, we, what, what were we getting, like $25 weekend money in? No, we yeah, get 
Like you said a few minutes ago, you raised us. Yeah. Our, our leadership, our senior le- our coaches didn't have to police that locker room. You you guys taught us how to work. I'll never forget, and I ain't going to tell the story tonight because it'll take all night. But I will never forget the opportunity that you gave me to come and find out how the playmaker works. You oh. told me one day, come on, yeah. look, I, I got you. And at 12 o'clock at night, you came and got me out of my dorm room. You and Rod Carter, 
I was a true freshman, and you took me over there to those dorms, and you worked me like I had never been worked before in my life, but you showed me what it was going to take in order for me to be successful at the University of Miami. Which y'all ran the 12, uh, the 12 Towers? Yeah, we, we ran the, the Towers, Kelly. We had the stairs. We had the stairs, yeah. everything, man. I went up there with that vest on, too. And I, I, would, I would go every step, every two steps, then jump every three steps all the way up, come all the way back there. I did it all night. That's we were running. And, and then I would look over to Hurley, uh, uh, Rod, Rod, you know, the linebackers. I'm like, <laughs> hey, you guys can go in there where you go. But I'm going back up right now. So we get done. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to go back to the locker room. I mean to the um to my dorm room. It's it's one o'clock. And I'm sitting there saying, Mike, hey, you got it, bro. Remember Mike had that Kentucky fried chicken commercial? He had yeah. that uh, the 280Z. Mike was the man. I had the big old the, the rope chain with I mean, hey, Mike, they got the turnover chain now. They're trying to go back to what you had back in the day. I like that turnover chain. Uh, you think we got to talk yeah, about that after you finish your story? Because that's something. But I'm jealous. So I'm walking I'm, I'm away. I'm like, dude, he deserves everything that he's supposed to be getting right now. Mike, yeah. look at me like, where you going, Rook? I said, Mike, you the man, Mike. Heard it. That's a warm up. What? So we go to the field. We walk all the way to Green Tree, and he's got another series of workouts. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, man. This is, this is absolutely ridiculous. Who works this way? But Mike, you, you taught us how to work, and I took that work ethic, and I handed it down to everybody that I could possibly ever, ever come across. Man, that's how it's supposed to perpetuate. Oh, man. That's right there early. You're saying yeah. it now. Or do, or are we getting back? Because once it grab a hold, once it grab a hold, grabs a hold of stuff, and it gets paid, it, it's embedded and engrafted in the spirit uh, uh, of the older guys, and they, they, they will pass that on in the spirit of those younger guys. It starts perpetuating itself, you know, perpetuating yeah. itself. We, 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 you, you get, we get it back to everybody understands if you play here, you're going to play this way. Or, right. we, nothing personal, we just got to do something about getting you out of here. Because yeah. you don't fit the U way. You don't fit the Miami way. And if you can't do it, you can't do it. You know, and, and that, that's the good thing about having Coach Rick right now, trying to get us back to that. And we've had other people trying to get back to that. But, man, I feel so much better with the guy we have right now. Oh, you know. Mike, man, you hurt my feelings. Dog on it. Hey, I'll tell you what, Mike. Like Hold that thought. Oh, that thought. I mean, I'm, I'm going to cry for a few minutes while we take this break. Okay. And I'm going to come, come back, and we're going to finish this conversation <laughs> about what Mark Rick is doing down there with the Miami Hurricanes. Okay, let's, take do, it. let's uh, do that. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're talking Western Ambush this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, taking a closer look at all the amazing big game hunting opportunities found in the Western states. Joining us is Jason Matzinger, host of Into High Country, Jill Gector from Cinch Jeans, Dean Capuano of Sawarski Optic Quest, and Freddie Hartice of Hollywood Hunter. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. 
We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we're back. You're back live and in living color to Get Down with Hurley Brown. I'm sitting here with the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game. My man, my main man, the man who taught me how to be a hurricane, Michael Irvin. Now, Playmaker, now you What's just up? said that, you know, you, 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 Mark Rick is doing it better than, hey, and I, I mean, I'll, I'll take offense to that because I thought we did a hell of a job. All right. I, I, thought, I, I thought we did a hell of a job. But I, I do agree. I think Mark Rick is doing a hell of a job. And as a former hurricane, I think he truly understands what's expected out of the University of Miami. Oh yeah, yeah. And and, and early, let, let, let's be let's be right with that. And where you guys got it, and where it was, and 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 you guys did, I think, lift it to to a place where Mark has come in now and has taken another step with it. And we still got steps to go. We still have steps to go. But I, I tell you what, I like from this standpoint now. When we look at coaches that we've had over the years, you know, so Jimmy was here. Yeah, Jimmy's a defensive coach, but but who ran a great deal of that team? You guys, we've been out there, and what do we see? We saw we saw Gary Stevens handling everything. Jimmy gave Gary Stevens mm-hmm. the offense. Right. He gave Gary right. Stevens yeah. the offense. We, you know, we I, I remember practices on that practice field out there, man. It was storming, raining, and Jimmy wanted to go in. But but Gary's like we hadn't got our work in offensively, and we're going to get the work in. I mean, it was raining, raining so hard you couldn't see the ball on slant routes. And 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 I remember we we threw a slant route. Steve walked through the slant route, and Andre Brown dropped it, and and he Gary got so mad he said, "Damn it, run it again!" I said, "Coach, I don't know what we can see, but I don't care if you can't see. Catch the ball anyway. We're not leaving until we catch the ball." And he ran it again, and I already they threw it. We still couldn't see the ball. It was such a, a monsoon of rain. He dropped the ball. Gary was like, "Did he catch it?" Everybody said, "Yeah." He said, "Okay, let's go in." That's all you know. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the ball. But we didn't want to run again, <laughs> and we didn't want to stay out in that monsoon. What what I mean by that is having that offensive-minded guy right. there again, putting offense back on the map. We blew up. We played superb defense, but we blew up with great offense. We were quarterback you and wide receiver you for a while. You know what I mean? People tuned exactly. in. We filled the stadiums 
with that. And I'm talking about getting back to that. We were able, you, even when somebody scored and there was a minute or something left, two minutes left, you still had hope that there was a chance at winning this game because we were so offensive-minded. We right. were, anytime yeah. we could score at any time, that's the mentality we had. And I'm saying from that perspective, we're getting back to that perspective because that's what you saw, and that's what won the game for us Saturday. Right, and he made some yeah. gutsy calls on that last drive, running the ball at the times that he did, even going for it with the, the touchdown. Most right. most coaches would have settled for a field goal. Let's take it in overtime. We got the momentum. Let's see what happens. I mean, you're talking, about, exactly you're talking about some, some goals, exactly man. Exactly my point. And, and, now, and, and most defensive mind coaches are going to say, hey, that's good. Let's go. I'm going to put my defense out there. That's how I got the job. Won the game. Let's win the game on defense. I love that they said no. We have an opportunity right here. We're taking it by the throat, and we're going for it. And, and we actually won the game like that. I'd rather have someone, like you young guys, like Kevin. When Kevin came in, I, I, love, I love that you were challenging me at everything. But, man, I ain't like, I my uncle. Ooh, y'all, let's go, Mike. Let's, I tried, I tried. I'd rather have a young guy like you guys who I got to say, okay, slow down, young buck. Slow down. Your time's coming. Then a young guy who I said, get your butt out there and let's go. You know what I mean? I'd rather be pulling you back than pushing you out. And that's why I took to you guys. You guys were already out there talking all that noise. I had to say, oh, come on, let's go. Let me show you. Let me show you. I want to pull you back this way. I'm a challenge. Let's play some basketball. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know what I'm Shoot saying? Shoot some pool. It's all in the, in, in the same vein that, hey, right. we're going after it. That's what we do. We'll go and get it. And they're getting back to that. Well, I think, to be honest with you, in this rivalry, and him being on both sides of the rivalry, I know Mark didn't want to leave it in the hands of the kicker. And we got a very good kicker. But if, I think the mentality that he probably had was, if I'm going right. to go out, I'm going to go out swinging. Right. To, to, lose, to, lose, to lose wide right. Wide left, bingo. You're right. Oh, man, no. We couldn't do that. But the thing I see is that, like, take, for instance, this turnover chain. I'm jealous of that. But that, that turnover chain is something that you would have expected us to have. That's a great idea, so, lady. It, it is. It is. It is. It, it, it keeps the kids fired up. You know, I mean, hey, I, we can say it now because they've already punished us for it. But it's like the pot. Oh, man. Yeah. Hot. yeah. <laughs> you know, it, 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 don't get me wrong. I mean, it doesn't have any monetary value to it or anything like that. But it's an incentive to want to go out there right. and get that change. Right. Yeah. It's that moment. It's that yeah, moment exactly. that you're going to have that you share with your teammates that I, I, I contribute. Look at what I've done. Everybody stop you on the back. And what it does, what it does is make you want to go create more moments like that. Exactly. Yeah, moments like exactly. that, everybody. So now it puts a, a automatic focus on turnovers when, when most people are not thinking about it. You know, you're just trying to play a game, and you're thinking about when, when it gets tough and hard, you're still thinking about having that moment. Man, if I can make a play right here, I, got, I, I get to make a moment on the field where everybody watch, and I get to go on the sideline and make me another moment <laughs> with, with that chain. I, I just love the idea that, that that they came up with and, and well, putting that turnover chain well, out there because that it's, it's just it's just great for young kids like that to have is, that moment, especially in this day and age with the social media because now you guarantee TV time, oh, you guarantee yeah. Twitter, Facebook. I mean, right. hey, and, and that's what they want. 
You're and right. a lot of well, times these guys don't want to put it out there themselves because they feel, you know, hey, look, you know how we are. We're a little bit too proud to do that. But, yeah. man, if I go out, go out there and get me a takeaway, a turnover, Patrick Bethel got one the other day. Michael Jackson got one the other day. And, man, I couldn't be happier for anybody. Michael Jackson, we recruited him. His, his dad played at the University of Florida, Michael Kerr. Michael and, man, Kerr. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah, you know, you remember Michael Kerr, the, uh, the linebacker, yeah. defensive end. Yeah, yeah that's his son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, hey, Mike, so uh, enough of Mark Rick and, 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 you know, what he's doing. How is Michael Jr., Playmaker Jr., doing down there at the University of Miami? A lot of people don't know. But Michael's son, Mike Irvin Jr., is a tight end down at the university right now, wearing his dad's number, and he's having the time of his life. Well, he wears 87. He, as I say, he wears 87. 87. Who, who, you know, Fredo Roberts wore 87 now. And, and it's so funny. Fredo Roberts' son at UCLA, Austin Roberts, he wears 88. You know, and, and right. we all, you know, Fredo was here with me, so I watched his sons grow up. He watched my sons grow up. So we always talk about we used to work them out together, and he's doing well at UCLA wearing my number while Michael's doing well at Miami wearing his number. So we laugh at how that has played out. But I'm going to tell you something, though, guys. That journey for Michael has been interesting because Michael was really uh, – uh, he started out as wide receiver. It's funny because I started out as tight end and moved to wide receiver. He started out as a wide receiver. Right. But kept getting big as I don't know what. And, and moved down. And now he's 200, you know, 240, 250 pounds, 250 pounds tight end. But when he first got in, he was saying, Dad, you know, I ain't even catching the ball. That's the easy part. But, but boy, these dudes here, man, whew, these dudes blocking these dudes. I said, yeah. well, I told you this thing was going to be different. I told you it was going to be different. You know, because uh, when he was here in, my, in, in Dallas, he was, Michael was catching 15, 16 balls a game sometimes in this little spread mm. set offense we were, he was were running here at Preston Wood High School, 15, 16 balls a game, set the Texas record 22 balls in a game against uh, IMG. You know, wow. he yep. called 22 balls set a Texas record in one game against IMG when they played IMG. So, you know, he was he was doing incredible stuff. Then I said, I asked him one day, I said, son, what do you want to do? He said, dad, I want to try to play in the NFL. I said, oh, do you really? He said, yeah. I said, tell you what you do. Go to your room, pack your bags, and get out. You got to go. I said, you got to go, man. No, I'm dead serious, dog. That's what I did to him. I said, you got to go. He said, what do you mean, dad? I said, listen, you, it ain't about physical talent. There's a variation of physical talent in the league. Everybody has physical talent. In order to get in the league, you got to match the hunger of the guys you're playing against. And there's no way you're going to be able to match their hunger living in this mansion. Now get your bags and let's go. And I sent them to Florida to live with my nephew, Tony Sands, who works for, works people out every day. That's what he does, professional trainer. And, 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 and he lived in this little room over there with the St. Thomas so he can get he he can match he he can see hungry people and match their hunger and that's the only way you're going to get to it. So now you got to hit back in the weight room. You got to get bigger. You got to get stronger because you're playing tight end. And now you're playing these guys that that he said, man, dad, he said, dad, these guys. When I first got here, he was what two thirty, two twenty five. He said they were throwing me around. I was too mm. light. Dude. You know what I'm saying? He said. You know. <laughs> And, you know, for me, it's great because I get I get to do the same thing to him that I do to y'all. Right, and exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, man, this is what it is. You want to do this? This is what you got to do. And, you know, it's it just so it's so cool to see it and see it transpire. And now 
to talk to coach and coach tells how how much better he's doing and he's getting it down and he's working and, and we're counting on him and I'm watching him play. That first game, man, when he first got in the game, all he did was block. He blocked yeah, and walked good. out around the end. Man, I'm telling you, I, 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 one of my lives left my body. If I had seven left now, I was down to six. I knew one. One of my lives just left my body. Like, oof. I was like, oh my god, did I just see my son blocked in a U.M. uniform on a U.M. field uh, right there and, and live, live right in front of my face? It was the most incredible thing. I was with Blake. I was with the AD right there, and I looked at him. I almost squeezed. Life out of him. <laughs> so excited. Wow. You know, it was just, it's an incredible thing, man. It really is. If you love the you like I love the you, and then I watched my son when he was a kid, you know, oh my God, he said to my mom when he was a kid, uh, he said, Babe, he said, Mom, Mom, Mimi, are you going to be alive when I play at Miami? And my mom would say at the time, he was just five, six years old, she said, Yeah, baby, I'm going to be around. And, and, and I thought about that when he when he, when he caught his first pass and was blocking because you know she I lost my mom uh, about a year ago, yeah, uh, December, uh, Sorry, you know, two years almost two years ago, December, this December coming up. So I was like, man, she barely missed it. But it still wow. makes you think about those little moments. And, and oh, I, no doubt. I thought about no when doubt. I saw Michael out there. I said he said it when he was four or five years old, and he's out there doing it for a dad. That's just that. That's incredible. Whether he makes it to the league or not, but right. to, to, to right. see that—that's just that's so satisfying. Hey, we got to take another break. Hey, when we get back, Mike, we're gonna talk about your induction into the Ring of Honor, University of Miami, and then we gotta talk about my Oakland Raiders, and we gotta talk about your Dallas Cowboys and, and Green Bay this past weekend. And, and we're gonna talk about Jerry Jones. So we're gonna take a break. When we come back. We're going to finish up with the playmaker. We're going to talk about his induction to the Ring of Honor. We're going to congratulate him. And, guys, if you guys are out there and if you want to call, give us a call to congratulate the playmaker on his induction to the Ring of Honor, 888-346-9144. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. We're back. The Get Down with Hurley Brown, hanging out with the playmaker, Michael Irvin. Playmaker. Now, if, if I can say it in a Tobit Bain voice, Playmaker. <laughs> hey, man, that's your boy, man. We love Tobin Bain. Hey, now. Nah. with kids, too, man. I, I really hope that he gets an opportunity to, to expand on his coaching, man. And, and I mean, just, he's just great with kids. You can say what you he want. Is. This dude relate to kids, man, and they relate to him. And, and I, I really believe he can be an asset, especially in that Miami area. Oh, no doubt. Well, no doubt. No doubt. And I, and I think he's going to get that opportunity. I know he he's helped um, Coach Rick get get tied in to the the youth leagues down there. They actually right. went around to like Gwen Cherry Park, you know, a couple of the other places around there. To um, he 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 took Mark Rick to those places and allowed him to interact with those kids. So you know, and he loves the University of Miami as we all do, and he's going to do everything he, he can it, to help Miami get back. Oh yeah, he loves it to death. So hey, but Mike, this weekend is a very special weekend. You're going down there to the University of Miami. You get a chance to watch your son play again, and you're being inducted into the Ring of Honor. H- how special is that? Oh, it, it, it's, it's, it's it's incredibly special. And I was just last week in Tampa during the Thursday night game. You know, so I, I go in Wednesday night, go in the night early, so I could be with who Warren Sapp, and that's me and Sapp. We went to dinner. What do you think we talked about at dinner? That's all we talked about. You know what I mean? This is that, that we'll get this chance. We're going in the ring of honor. That whole class is off the chain. We'll put back to you. Sap, Ray, Ed, Sean Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Hey, Taylor going in? Yeah. you joking? Oh, yeah. That's a class, dude. Oh, that's, that, that, that is a class. Who else has a class like that? I don't, I don't know that if you, have, you, if you give me those safeties, look, look, at, look at the levels I'm on. I got one of the best defensive, that defensive linemen and Big Sap uh, out there, you know, period. That boy was a bad boy. He, he wrecked everything. I tell Sap all the time, I said, man, do you know what you did? You took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the Buccaneers to a champion. Exactly. Nobody, nobody wanted to, wanted that task. Nobody wanted that task, man. And nobody could pull it off. And he did it. And then, and then you go on the next level. Ray Lewis took those Ravens and made them champions. You know what I'm saying? Almost a new franchise. On the back end. It's incredible. It's yes. incredible, man, that whole class. To be going in with those guys is it, 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 it's an honor in itself. Going in is a huge honor, and going in with those guys is it, it, like doubling down. 
That's yeah, a Hall that, of Fame class. That's a oh, oh my God, no doubt, that's no doubt. NFL and, Hall of Fame class. All of those NFL Hall of Fame class. That, it, 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 it's an incredible thing, man. In and out. Let's be real. And to be doing it the week after we beat Florida State. That adds to everything for me right there, man. When yes, I was talking to uh, to to Blake and Jess and all of those people over at the UM uh, last week, I said, man, can you know, man, because I was at the Duke game. Right. We were, I was in the scene with Blake at the Duke game. I mean, his family, we were talking about, I said, man, if we, we win this game, then we win next week in Florida State. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? And, and you're starting to get that feeling about back now, get that feeling back. That, that maybe we got something here. Maybe we got a chance right. here. If we could do this, do this. Back to mapping on the schedule. We beat them. We beat them. We beat them. But we could be in this hunt right here. You know, we could be right in the mix. Just to get that experience this year would be incredible. Well, you know how, how emotional that Florida State game is. And like you said earlier, man, you're talking about now. You, you're talking about got the confidence level of those kids at this point right now. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat them. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat him. Yeah, you know, you got Georgia Tech team. coming up. I, I think I think we'll be okay with Georgia Tech. You got, and then we're playing at home. And yeah. in front of, so let's go back now. So I'm, I'm Daryl Langham. I'm Braxton Berrios. I'm Malik Rozier. I'm Mike Irvin Jr. I'm Pat Bethel. I'm looking at guys that have been inducted into the ring of honor that are my brothers, my forefathers, guys that came before me, that laid the track for me, guys that are telling me this is how we did it. Man, please. You, 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 can't, write a, you can't write a movie better than that. Right. Watch how those kids play this weekend. Watch how those kids play this weekend. You got Michael Irvin, Ray Lewis, Warren Sapp, Ed Reed. Sean Taylor, all going into the into the ring of honor. And they get a chance to, to be around that Friday. That's all they're hearing. They hear it now. That might be the they greatest tool. That might be the greatest recruiting tool we've ever had because Oh, no doubt. No, no doubt. There's no, no doubt. School, there's no school in this country that can match what you those names we just talked about. No. I don't care what, what what that that is a Hall of Fame induction class going into the ring on at the University of Miami. And Florida State, Alabama, nobody can match that. I mean, you're talking about arguably the greatest safety of our era, the greatest linebacker yeah. of our era, yeah. the greatest D-lineman of our era. Right, right, right. A guy who changed the wide receiver position as it is played now. Because, I mean. Him and Warren Sapp, and even Ray. Sean Taylor, Ed Reed. Y'all changed, yeah. y'all revolutionized the game, Mike. And let's give credit where credit is due. Every last one of those guys, Mike, followed Joe Patton. Every last one of those guys heard about how hard you worked. You yeah. could not work, Ray Lewis. Mm-hmm. You could not and, work. And, and Ray would always tell me that, man. Whenever, whenever he was just a young dude, man, he was, hey, man, listen, man. Now all I'm doing is following the tracks you laid, dog. I'm gonna follow those tracks, but I promise you, I promise you, I won't let it down. I won't, I won't take it. I won't take any shortcuts on following those tracks. We are gonna uphold those tracks, you know. I mean, he said that in college. He said it when he got to the league, you know. No matter what, and that and that's all we're trying to get people to do. Let me tell you something. What you just said, coming off that Florida State win that this week, this year, 
I thought last year we had a little something moving in the right direction. And we missed that extra point. They blocked that extra point at Florida State. Right. And did you see how it took weeks before they bounced back from that? Oh, yeah. It took yeah. weeks. They lost the next couple games. It took them weeks. So I'm expecting that to do the same thing on the other side. It, it really put us in a hole last year. I, we played them to the, to the end. And that right. last block field, extra point, they, they win the game. It took well, Mike, weeks if, if we for go the back, team to fight back from that. If we go back the last three years, I mean, I can go no. back the year we went up there when we were ranked seventh in the country. And they were ranked three. Man, we had them on the ropes. We had them on the ropes, mm-hmm. and we let them off the hook. Then the following year, we playing down in Miami. We had them on the ropes. We let them off the hook. Jameis Winston came out in the second half, and he played a game that I hadn't seen a quarterback play in years. He, he, dude, he got my dog on a seal of approval after that game. Then we go back to Tallahassee. Our last year there, Al Golden's last year, and we got him on the ropes. And we let him off the hook again. That was when yeah. um, um, Dalvin Cook had an all-world game. Dalvin, <laughs> Dalvin showed up that night, and he was like, look, I'm going to show everybody. They ain't but one running back coming from Miami Central, and that's me. That's on, yeah. that's on this platform tonight. There's only one running back because we had Joe Yerby. And Dalvin said that night, I'm going to show you who the best running back is that came out of Miami Central on yeah. this field here tonight. And he showed he was, out. He was a, a bad boy too now. Yeah. That's a bad boy. Um, yes, sir. I've I, I heard that he got hurt in Minnesota, with Minnesota man, because he was tearing the league up. I, I was talking to telling people that anyway. I was like, I don't know why. You know, even during the draft, they had – Fournette first, and then then McCaffrey, and I was like, man, I, I like McCaffrey too, but but I ain't put nobody. I wouldn't put him over over Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook was a beast, man. So yes. I I've seen those games that you're talking about. I was like, man, there's certain dudes you know. The bigger the game, the bigger they play. And, exactly. and I look for those dudes, and that's one yeah. of those dudes, man. And, and and he played big in that game, and he played big in the league, man. I I yeah. hope he gets well and gets gets healthy and get back on the field, because you know, once once at least once they get in the league, even though he went to Florida State, I still take that. I start talking that thing about all right now. He's a Florida boy now. Exactly. When the Florida mm-hmm. boys come in this league, you just get ready for it, because you're going to see something. <laughs> and he certainly showed it. Yeah, buddy, you're absolutely right there, and, and we're gonna always take pride in our Florida boys. Hey, now we. Let's go back. We did the college thing. Mike, I had a chance to go out and spend some time with the Oakland Raiders, and we're going to do this here. we got a minute to do it, then we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about them Dallas Cowboys. Man, what's going on with my Oakland Raiders, Mike? Come on now. Well, right now, without Derek Carr, man, it's, it, it, it becomes a different thing. It really does, man. It's amazing at this level what the quarterback means to a football team. I mean, it's important at all levels, but more so this level than any level. And that's why you get guys like Mike Lennon, who, you know, hadn't had a track record, but still gets $18, $19 million a year. There are people who are so desperate to find 32 good ones, and they're not out there. 32 guys that could really run uh, a football team at, at this level, and they're just not out there. Can you imagine with all these football, you can't find a good 32 starting quarterbacks that we have these issues. So now you lose a Derek Carr, and you get an E.J. Manuel come in, and E.J.'s okay, but it's still not Derek Carr. And, and what happens is 
I always tell people, remember this, hope will dictate effort. The more hope people got, the more effort they got. The, the less hope they have, the less effort you're going to get. This is human yeah. nature. This wow. is human nature. And with Derek Carr in there, everybody has hope, you know, and they just don't have that right now with EJ. And maybe, they'll, maybe they can develop some more of it here over the next couple weeks uh, if he's out a few more weeks, but it's just not the situation right now. Yeah, I'll tell you what, and I'm hurt, man, because I was just hoping that, 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 that man, my, my guy Lynch, now I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Marshawn Lynch fan, especially with what he's doing, you know, giving those kids out there and opening some hope. Like you said, hope. He's giving them hope that right. you, too, can come out of the streets of Oakland and be somebody. And so I, 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 my hat goes off to him, but, boy, I just don't know what to say about these doggone Oakland Raiders. And don't get me wrong, E.J. Manuel had a good game when he came in against the Broncos. They played, they played, right, right. Yeah. And, 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 and if Cook don't drop the touchdown, it's a different ball game. And that's another thing I'm, I'm a bit worried on, but what's going on with Cook, man? Because he's one of the best young wide receivers in this league. But now, uh, you know, you get in that thing where there's just some things ain't going right for you, and, and, and you drop one here, you drop one there, then it starts getting in your mind. And, and everybody always says, I ain't seen nothing. I ain't reading the paper. You hearing right. everything. There is no, you ain't hearing people talk about you dropping the ball or anything. You're well, hearing I, I, I have my theory about um, Coop, and we're going to talk about that, all right? Because uh, Cook, the tight end, is the one that dropped the touchdown pass against Denver. But Amari Cooper... Now let's let's let, let Mike. I'm glad you said. I'm glad you brought that up because this has really been bothering me. Okay, so Amari Cooper, from Miami Northwestern, mm-hmm. played at played at the West. We had an, uh, an opportunity to recruit him. We recruited him. That you know that's Luther Campbell's guy. That right. that's Uncle Luke's boy. Him and Devonte Freeman. Right. Okay. So now. He, but he decides to go to the University of Alabama, which I'm fine with that. Great program, no big deal. It is what it is. Okay. okay. But here's the problem, though, Mike. You go to University of Alabama, they're running the football. There's no demand on you to be a great receiver year in and year out. You just go out and play. And if you have some great games, cool. But we're still going to run the football. Look at the running backs we've had. Derrick Henry. Mark Ingram, right now you got Bo Scarborough, all those guys that they've had, there was never no pressure. So how much of that plays into him ha- now having pre- – you set the standard your, se- your, 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 your rookie season. You set the standard. You're one of the best young receivers in the National Football League. Now there's pressure. But there has never been pressure on you to be successful year in and year out. How much does that have to, that, that that play into the lack of success that he's having right now? Because Mike, he's just dropping balls. It ain't like he ain't open. It right. ain't like he ain't getting the ball. Right. He's and, clearly and, and dropping it's not the like ball. he can't. He, 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 you, you just talked about it. He had a great rookie season, you know. So he has these abilities to get it done, you know. And 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 for some reason, you can see the struggle that he's having, and, and it, it blows my mind, too. I always tell people, man, that, that confidence is a, is a thing, you know, and it's real, too. It's as palatable as, as water that you taste. It is real. Uh, and, and I look sometimes and say, man, I hope, I hope he's not getting to a place where he's doubting, you know, because once you start doubting, 
Man, it it it, it, it can start. It, it can just just it's like a snowball rolling downhill. So you have to try to do something to change it. Like you, you go go into some 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 meditating. Go go tell. Hey, go go to the film room and tell somebody. Give me all the great play. Give me all my great play cut-ups. All my great mm-hmm. plays. All of them. Let me look at them. I want you to give me one reel of it. And I'm talking about all you do is watch them. You get back to knowing who you are and what you do. And if I'm Cooper, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing a self-evaluation. And I'm going to go, I'm going to tell, well, our guy is Robert Blackwell over here. I'm going to say, Robert, pull out all my big plays, all my big-time plays, every play I made, and put it on a reel. I'm going to watch this tonight. I'm going to watch this tomorrow. I'm going to watch it tomorrow night. I'm going to watch it Thursday. I'm going to watch it Thursday. I'm going to watch it Friday. I'm going to watch it Friday night. Watch it Saturday. Watch it Saturday night. And then I'm going to play Sunday like I saw myself all week long. You see what I mean? I have to change the message that I'm telling me. Gotcha. I have to change the message. I have to get up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. His ball coming. I've already dropped too many. I don't want to drop three. I have to change that message and make it. Boy, look at this bad dude right here. Oh, my God, look at that bad dude on the field. Oh, man, I'm, I'm about to go be this bad dude. you got to control that brain because everything else works off that. So, so there's, a, there's a clip that I'm going to refer to, and I want you to confirm or deny. All right? First okay. of all, you're a movie star. I mean, you, you're the man. I mean, hey, you've been in movies, Longest Yard. I mean, come on, playmaker. All right, now, there's a scene. And on any given Sunday, where Bill Bellamy is in the mirror. And remember how you used to get in the mirror, Mike? We ain't going to tell people what you used to do to get in the mirror, but how you used to get in the mirror. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin, you remember that? Go ahead on, tell the story. I, I'm telling you. Walk, walk through the locker room and, 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 and get in the mirror and, and start telling everybody how fine he is. Everybody looking for what he's talking about. He pointing at himself in the mirror. Mike, you told me the story one time that you went to the emergency room. Something happened. Somebody was in the emergency room, and you had to go see him. And the doctor grabbed you and threw you on a gurney. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, I did all that here in Dallas. Every time I got a young rookie class coming in. Oh my God! Oh man! I have all the rookies in 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 the, in the locker room. Because what am I trying to do here? Same thing I was trying to. Same thing I'm doing with you guys. All right, look, you guys are coming in Miami, young guys, man. We're we're going we're going to need you guys. And you 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 guys are looking at us like, man, that's Mike Irvin, or or or, or that's that's Vin Verde. That's that's all great, but let's get past this so we could be teammates and boys. Because I'm going to need you. I'm going to break this ice right now. So in Dallas, they would have all the rookies. Every time they brought the rookie class in, it would just be the rookie class. They're all in the locker room. They're doing so. Man, I go right over there, dog. Walk in that walk in that locker room, bucking naked, flat <laughs> naked, and tell them all, "Look at this now. I know I want y'all to see. See how fine I am. You'll never be this fine. But that ain't what your mom and dad did for you. Don't worry about it. You just work hard oh, as you oh, can. You'll never be all of this. But we're going to need. All I'm trying to do is break the ice so we can become boys." So we can go on the field and put our best thing. I don't want to. I don't want you seeing me as somebody that's untouchable. Because if I don't get to you now, then I come to you in the fourth quarter of a game, and I hadn't said anything. I haven't made relations, relationships with you, and I say to you, "Come on, man, let's go. 
we need something. You're going to say to me, get out of my face. You haven't said a word right. to me. You the, you, you the star. You go win the game. Or at, at the pro level, they're going to say, you want to make millions of dollars. We're not making it. You go win the game. You have to build a relationship prior to that in order to have the ability to go and speak to that in that moment of the fourth quarter. Me, Kevin, me and you out there playing basketball and all of that stuff, you, you know, all of that yeah. is to build that relationship. So when I come yeah. to you in the fourth quarter, you know I care about you. And say, so let's go, man. I know you got more than that. I know, I, I, I know, I know how you challenge. You challenge me when you first got here. Let's go challenge exactly. these chumps. You know what I'm saying? You got to build those moments, man. It's important to build those moments. And if you don't do it, right. you ain't going to win. You okay, Mike. I don't care who you are. We got two minutes left in the show. And, and the elephant in the room, Jerry Jones' comments about players not standing up for the national anthem. Take me there for we got two minutes, Mike. Give give me your synopsis on this whole deal. And you know, Shannon Sharp went on a tirade about it. You know, everybody else has their opinion, but we want to hear from the playmaker in a well, minute and, and thirty. And, and, and I understand you going on a tirade about it. I, I I was I was disappointed with the comments, and I don't even know why Jerry Jerry really didn't have to make those comments. First of all, they're not playing this week. You know, they're not playing this week, so. So I think it's strategic in, in that way that he, he made the comments. But my, my whole issue is, and, and, and I say this, and I reached out to them over there, you know, Jerry and all of them, and, uh, and the guys over the Cowboys, you know, Jerry, Jerry says, he said, you know, and, he, and, and, and rightfully so, I, I don't have any issue with that. He says, I put my record up to how I treated my players over the last 29, 30 years against anybody. Right. And I don't think there's anybody that comes close to how he's treated his players, how he's backed his players, how he's been there for his players. My issue is, how did all of this become a battle against the flag? It wasn't a battle against the flag. It was a battle for equality. And we've skewed the, the target. We've changed the narrative and, and made it, you're an American. Well, the, 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 to have the right to peacefully protest is the most American thing that we have. You can't right. do it where dictatorships are. That's what, right. that's what makes us us. So I, 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 I don't like it. I, didn't, I don't like the comment. I don't like the statement. You know, um, I don't even know how it got to be against the flag. How is it that they're doing something against something when they were doing something for something? And I don't think one brain with one iota of, of any sense in it, can say that there is not issues with what we've witnessed. We witnessed a guy live on Facebook get killed. Live right. on Facebook. Right. And I don't know how 12 people saw that, saw, saw, saw that and, and, and deemed that guy uh, not guilty. But they did. And nobody's right. outraged about that. That's right. what kills me. Stop telling me you are so in love with the flag, but the flag... And it all says for liberty and justice for all, and, and that's not the reality of what's being given. Why can't we put this energy that we got fighting one another into fixing the issue and fighting for one another? We'll find a solution if we did that. Exactly. Now, Mike, we, we, and, and you heard it from the playmaker. I mean, and Mike, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. It is an honor, truly a pleasure. I'm going to read something. 
and then I'm gonna let it go, okay? Back in April 4th, 1968, Dr. King, in his final speech, and this is just a synopsis of his speech. Somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. Somewhere I read of the freedom of speech. Somewhere I read of the freedom of press. Somewhere I read that the greatness of America is the right to protest for right. That was Dr. King's final speech before he died. The greatness of America was the right to protest for right. Hey, that's our show, Playmaker. Thank you for coming and joining us. Good luck. Um, and congratulations on your, your induction to the Ring of Honor. Michael, we love you. Thank you for everything that you've done for all of us former Hurricanes. We love yeah, you. you. Keep doing what you're doing, my brother. Appreciate Proud you, guys, man. You got it. Signing off. Yeah. Stay tuned for Ray Ellis Sports next on Voice of America Sports. Family, we'll be back next week. It's been real. Playmaker, you the man. Kelvin, thank you. We'll see you next week. Same time. tuning into the get down with hurley brown the coach wants you to join us again next week tuesday at 12 noon pacific time and 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel we'll have another great show ready to roll next week